like you listen to my monkey mouth. As a companion, when you got pun on the Tenoa route. Hot to the portal and got no fight. The lights knocked them out. Bow. I'm so fighting style. Bow. You will see he tapped out. Bow. We win. We get crowned. Monkey mouth. Monkey mouth. Monkey mouth. Monkey mouth. It's a bit of like a novella. So, man, uh, welcome to SUYL. Uh, my name's Elias. Let's get your name, bud. Justin. Justin right. Sir. Justin Sir. Um, so we were taught, man, like y'all guys, uh, y'all, you were just on The Ones Who Woke Up. Check that out. It's The Ones Who Woke Up podcast with the uh, big man pun. He's just coming through with this beautiful, beautiful podcast that y'all guys did together. And, and man, one thing that uh, y'all guys were kind of remarking on was uh, – was your entrepreneurial spirit, which is great, and so you've got a you got a bunch of like you got a bunch of a uh, bunch of uh, how do you say it a bunch of such and such in the fire. Why can't I think of what it's called? Irons in the fire. Irons in the fire. And uh, right now, man, I saw you were talking a bit about kratom, which I I mean I watched. Uh, I, I mean, I, you see the opioid addiction kind of take hold of a lot of people, and it's uh, it's definitely a, a market that's a uh, that's a uh, that's hurt and touch so many people. I think we all know somebody who's been, who's had substance abuse problems stem mm-hmm. from back injuries or just, you know, you know, car accidents and really get stuck on the, on, on just your average prescription drugs. And I know that Kratom can definitely parlay you into getting that, uh, that uh, it's a, it's an opioid without the, with not so much of a receptor, it, it counteracts a different receptor that's that's a little bit better. Some something like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm it, talking. It seems out of like my you're ass, you're so very well educated on it. Actually, well, I appreciate that. Most people. Um, uh, if you're interested in the subject, I'll say there's a uh, a. Am I loud enough? There's a uh, a great uh, documentary on Netflix, and it's it's really good about showing both sides of the situation. Yeah, yeah. In in a non-biased way, it's called Leaf of Faith. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Check that out on Netflix. Hour and a half. It's a great video on on kratom or kratom or kratom, however you yeah, want to say it. I say kratom. So there's like different variants of it, right? Like there um, is with anything like yes red and no. Kratom I, 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 I'll, I'll explain. There, there is different, but not as differentiating as as you might think. Okay. Um. So. Uh, you 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 hit a lot of subjects there. Yeah, I mean why, we can we can. Very, I'm a flashlight man. You need a laser beam. We didn't get into this subject on on the ones who woke up as much. I do have a, a kratom brand called Naturally Kratom. Uh, actually, even launching. Uh, actually, have a couple kratom items. Shoot, I'll share one. I want to take it myself. Uh, in the Escobar Pastel Cartel brand, uh, like a little 30 mil. It's a, a very high dose, and it's like a creamy flavor and it's got 150 milligrams of caffeine so okay you know uh as you said i i take mostly i take kratom less for the pain relieving aspects uh though it does you know have those i've got to be careful what i say is the brand owner but it it i take more for the energy kratom yeah. is in the coffee family it yeah. has has energizing properties um but as you said uh we've all known people and in, in the opiate addict addiction is is truly an epidemic, uh, especially with as much fentanyls getting mixed into anything uh, these days. And and even here, just recently, um, you know, someone pretty close in my family passed away. My my younger cousin Kristen. Well, uh, sorry of, to of hear about that. that. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it was terrible, and and we knew of her addiction for years, and and it's 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 very sad. I mean, she was trying. She uh, she'd been to multiple rehabs. She was actually just at a rehab for a month and said she was clean and came home to visit her dad for two days and, um, you know, made a mistake. Uh, 
and, and we're still waiting to find out if fentanyl was part of that. Um, obviously, it was heroin. It's was beginning to get so serious it, out there that it's in everything. And, and you know, you know, you know, I'm all for not so much heroin. There are certain drugs you want to stay away from. And you know, for me, even when I was younger and partying, it was meth and heroin. Those are addictive ones that you know cause your life to go down this spiral and stay away from those. Right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm, I never did crack, but um, you know, I I played in the party drugs, but uh, you got to be re- very careful with those two, and and I would say, just don't do them, or or know you've you've got the mindset that if you're gonna try it, try it. But any drugs you do these days, uh, whether it's Molly, whether it's cocaine, even in some situations weed, but not so much yeah, marijuana. You. It was funny. Almost... I don't want to cut you off too much because I know I want you to keep deep, deep in this, but I did hear something about boomers or people 50 to 65. Uh, 50 of the 65 years old we're actually complaining because i don't think that they make or there's not too much too much actual marijuana out there that that's a uh, thc level stays in the single digits anymore and they're yeah. having a lot of issues that would with, be that would be and, and actually some of the newer thc derivatives might be a, a, you know delta eights and stuff could be a good solution for that uh on hemp flour or in a vape um like what we make but um you know where i was getting at is you've you've almost got to test if you are gonna take any drugs these mm-hmm. days hopefully it's not heroin but even if you're in, in you know that depth um or if it's cocaine or molly or press tabs or whatever you got to get a fentanyl test fentanyl's and everything and you know just a couple grains can can take you out and so it's just not a yeah risk. we saw well, i saw a documentary a guy was guy was like masked up with plastic gloves mm-hmm. like it's it's a poison it's yeah, not it a, can yeah. go through your skin and everything so you know it's dangerous make sure if you're gonna do drugs you've got order you some fentanyl tests and, and at least do responsibly from that perspective. Um, but back on to, to Kratom, you know, it helps a lot of people, like you said, get off, uh, you know, either legal prescription or illegal opiates that have all these negative side effects. Uh, and even speaking on, on that, um, beyond my cousin who Kratom had helped her get off for a bit and, you know, yeah. she relapsed, but even my father had broke his back in Mexico on his honeymoon years ago. He actually drowned, uh, oh, his man. wife that would be in, oops. We're good, we're good. Wasn't much in it. Yeah, yeah, we're all good. Um, his wife jumped in and saved him and got him to the beach, and uh, they were cliff jumping in oh, Mexico wow, for man. their honeymoon. Um, gave him mouth to mouth, had to go through an hour and to the, the Mexico hospital, had to pay $25,000 to air ambulance, fly him back to the U.S. Needless to say, you know, a couple of years later, he was on uh, – morphine prescription and still had a lot of major back problems still does um and it just made him a different person he's kind of a pain in the ass type of person (laughs) anyways a lot of times but it it made him much worse and uh yeah (laughs) and and as we as you know this kratom opportunity come up through one of our employees who'd gotten off heroin you know with kratom and told us about that i tried it and i liked the energy and it wasn't some odd high like i had expected i you know i was thinking it was gonna be you know a some high that wasn't a risk I wanted to take, especially mm. with some of my past. Um, and then as I dug in more to it, and he, he was able to get off of morph- morphine using Kratom. And, and if he's had his Kratom, he's usually in a good mood. Makes <laughs> him uppity. Um, but Kratom, you know, it, it like you said, it, it um, a lot of people, and, and there's been a lot of a fight recently. You know, it's the FDA and Big Pharma doesn't like Kratom because it provides a more affordable all natural we can get uh, on a, we can get on a whole diatribe of what the fda yeah. thinks is suitable um, the, and unsuitable the and thing is poison. the fda has failed miserably there's there's an organization called the american kratom association 
out there that has just smashed them. Uh, you know, they got the DEA to emergency schedule it, and for the first emergency scheduling ever in the 80 years that that power has been out by the DEA, uh, they had it on there and they removed it due to, you know, science and public outcry. They tried to take it to the who and and, and get it taken off the worldwide market. They yeah. failed there because the AK had the science there behind it to show this item. And now they go state by state trying to get it, um, you know, um, taken off the market. In many cases, as they're doing that and those votes are out there, the AKA goes and they give their presentation and say, hey, we're all for regulation, but let's not make this illegal. Not, not to like uh, again talking out of my ass. I, I, I know some South American country just came up to, uh, to, um, to, uh, I, it's uh, it basically uh, what is it? I think it was a UN. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a might have been. Um, it was a South American uh, president, um, you know, and he was basically like the war on drugs is over. Like we're not going to be doing this anymore. Yeah. Um, and and he, it was a big, it was a big to do. It was a big, well, like, the war on drugs, you know, for the ones who woke up, I would say, or it's a farce. I mean, there's plenty of explainer videos on YouTube. You cut the head off the snake, you know, the snake's head sprouts into two. It's the war on drugs is a farce. It was always only ever meant to hold down, you know, the poor and, and, and uneducated, people and and i mean you look at the crack laws it's it's just a it's a farce it, it, yeah cocaine and crack it, is it's cocaine an unwinnable and crack, war right. it's it's a waste of money you know when i went through my uh you know legal matters one i remember one t- one of the things my attorney said that's always stuck with me and it didn't make sense in the moment and i, I thought he was being trivial and uh i thought it was just it was like the day after i got arrested you know like as i mentioned on puns podcast mm. by the feds and told i'm facing 20 years and i'm going to meet with an attorney and actually my attorney's now uh in prison for the rest of his life basically he's an older guy he got 16 years on a case of his own unrelated to me federally um not drugs a, a bribery case uh, look up jamie belasia it's, it's an insane case uh, but i ain't gonna get into all that but um one of the things he, he tells to me is he says justin you know why drugs are illegal and in my head, I'm just remember like, I don't want some trivial bullshit. Like, I don't, why? Tell me why. Mm. All right, I'm no, why? Uh, he said drugs are, or no, he, no, that's not what he said. I said that wrong. Do you know why drugs are bad? Mm. No, why? It seems true. Like, I didn't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, drugs are only bad because they're illegal. And it didn't, okay, cool, we moved on. And later, I remembered that as I was locked up doing my time and, you know, kind of studying the things, and, and I realized, like, what he meant by that. Uh, mm-hmm. Drugs are only bad because they're illegal, because if you would regulate and manage them, um, it wouldn't be so bad. Mexico wouldn't have the crime. There, there wouldn't be yeah. all these, you know, this $30 billion There's not billion a black market. The, the cartel's not, not getting influx with, with black right. market money. There's, uh, there's regulations so that people can do needle sites or fentanyl test sites mm-hmm. or even uh, ex- needle exchange sites or, you know, uh, I, there's certain Euro- European places where the buildings painted black. You know, you can you can actually use drugs safely there. Which is crazy, actually, on the fentanyl test subject. I just learned recently, currently in Texas, though there's a company that's doing it, knowingly breaking the law. Uh, fentanyl tests aren't legal. Yeah. Like you can't go on Amazon or eBay or online and buy a fentanyl test to test your yeah drugs um, legally. They won't ship it to Texas. Well, that, I mean, it seems ass backwards. Well, I mean, me. you're dealing with you're dealing with a red state that deals in uh, in basically a lot of things that aren't exactly good for 
the overall community, but good for certain people to mm-hmm. to propagate wealth in uh, in certain circles. Which is, I mean, that's that's everywhere. That's not just Texas. I mean, um, we have someone blue right now who was systematically holding down people of color and is a person of color themselves. So it's it's pretty much where the money is going to come from, and Absolutely. not so much where the uh, where the freedom to do such things are going to come from, and that's just uh, um, you know, uh, Coca Cola is able to uh, to bulkly bring in coca leaves and utilize it in a way to make Coca Cola, make it drinkable for Coca Cola and extract certain aspects from the leaf, but it's still in there. I mean, they right. still they still regularly bring in coca leaves. Right. You know, so to to a certain extent, it's uh, it's you know. Do you have uh, hundreds of billions of dollars to be able to import coca leaves to propagate an addictive sugary soda that's yeah. making people diabetic and and uh, depressed and addictive? So I mean, it's you know, I don't want to stay on this depressing stuff for too long, man. What I'm, what I, so, man. Well, I, circling back to around the kratom, one thing I did want to throw out, yeah, based on what you said, is is yes, uh, kratom does affect your mu opiate receptors, mm-hmm. very similar to illicit, uh, illegal opiates or prescription opiates. Um, there are two main things that are benefits with kratom. Obviously, it's all natural, mm-hmm. but it doesn't um, deplete your dopamine ser- or serotonin receptors, unlike you know other drugs where you're. Yeah. Uh, chasing a high or you get these come downs or the next day you feel like emotionally drained yeah um, it doesn't do any of that um, and, and there's even a science behind that's kind of proven that's theoretically not addictive I have seen a, a, a there's a small percentage of you know sort of fiends or whatever that every that er, everything has its dark side right I was just talking about soda water yeah soda water has its dark side absolutely uh, one thing that I, I'm a weirdo man I, I get into like I like so like I don't like, but I get particularly into things whether it's cults, and one thing that is a cult that we are that you had spoke about spoke about before, is the cigarette industry. My mm-hmm. mom was a Marlboro person, mm-hmm. so from the age of fourteen, and if it hadn't have been for vapes, she would have continued to smoke until she probably would have given herself COPD, right, and had subsequently become another another victim of the of big tobacco. So I can definitely appreciate that y'all guys came at this with a certain love and respect for the for the person who was addicted to this tarry substance and yeah. was able to get it in a more uh, more uh, safer aspect. So I definitely can appreciate where you're coming from, and we owe you a big debt of gratitude because she's at three milligrams. So technically, oh, nice. yeah, technically it's it's more of a flavor. And so time you've seen the experience. Oh she yeah, doesn't get sick as and, often. And she's and not I, and I, up stuff. She's not. Yeah, and I love the fact that no offense to uh, to this guy right here, but uh, you got to forgive me. So I'm gonna look this up on my phone because I literally snapshotted it like 30 seconds ago. But no offense to Stephen Dorff, but you beat him. So Stephen Dorff was like one of the first guys I ever saw do BLU brand vapes. Oh yeah, and he was this big like actor in the in like 90s was the villain on Blade. Oh yeah, I and, remember you know, that. And he was that. like one of the first guys. And so to know that, man, you. And you jumped in quick and stayed with it. I mean, yeah. it wasn't a fad for you. With with him, it was a, it was probably essentially something that was a fad that he probably got told in a in in a lunch circle, you know, a dinner party, and was like, "Hey, there's this thing coming up. We, you know, it's got a cool light at the end. It's blue, you know." Yeah. I mean, I used to I used to vape the blues. I mean, it, it, it this business came became fortunately very profitable, and we saw the 
the benefits for those you know that were the consumers and it blew up it actually is really cool recently surprisingly and i think chris is actually the one that sent it to me i was at a trade show um randomly joe rogan was doing a podcast and mentioned escobars yeah these things Ooh. he was talking about the brand and then actually made the tummy it was tingle. with uh who was it who was it with the uh, comedian um theo vaughn and so they were talking about him and hey man theo vaughn was talking love, about the man. flavors and he said something about yeah like, what, man, flavors kiwi puberty and then actually joe went on steve o steve Steve uh, Vaughn's show. Oh, okay. And they talked about him again, and Joe pulls one up, takes a big old hit. Um, so it was pretty cool. It was like some that wasn't planned. Your uh, circle just gets yeah, gets it's, smaller. It's, I mean, I don't know yeah. Joe yet or not. Well, no, I'm just saying like. The other night, I went and saw the Joe Rogan. Uh, Joe Rogan did a stand-up show at the Vulcan. Mm-hmm. Every single comedian on stage was smoking escobar. Actually, I think some of my team was there and took him another goodie kit, either before or after, and even gave Joe a little gift. I actually. Got a big big coat. pun has gotten me into understanding business. I th- yeah. Like, like uh, not to not to you know stroke our own balls here and kind of give ourselves own tickle pleasure. But man, we were we were out of a small studio. We, I recorded out of my bathroom for like three or four episodes, mm-hmm. and we're here now, man. So like it's yeah, it's, I mean it's, you it's gotta start love. somewhere and just keep grinding it out. Yeah. And um, so I can man, I really appreciate you coming through here, man. Like I said, you're a whale to me, man. I mean, <laughs> where you're Josh's friend, you're. You're you're essentially a whale to me. You're Josh's well, buddy. You're a whale to me. I'll I'll, I'll take it. I, I I sometimes I, you know, of course, one thing I, I pride myself on and, and try and remain so is is humble. Um, that's a beautiful and, thing, and man. Coming from my beginnings, I think that's easier because I wasn't handed things in life. Yeah. And, um, you know, had to work my way up, and I know how it how it feels to you know feel well, like you're being held down. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's there's those moments of you know who you know look who i am but it's you I mean, hearing that in in some of the things in these days you know so i it, i to some degree being an owner of escobars i get treated like a celebrity i wear this chain to the <laughs> barton creek one time and all these texas state college kids come up and my girlfriend's there is a little tipsy and they're all they all got escobars and she's like oh yeah he's escobars that's my boyfriend he owns <laughs> you know he's one of the owners and they all come down they want business advice and have took a big group picture and <laughs> you're like um, yeah like, man wow. i'll give you like, business who advice. would ever thought like oh get you know famous over this this product but uh you know it's been a it's been cool it's been an adventure i've learned a lot you know doing this new worldwide business of such scale we've scaled immensely in two years and it, it just seems impossible looking well, back at it yeah i mean like the, the the great thing with the, like being around Josh and being around these the, these interesting people is that's the whole reason we kind of started this thing is like we were joking that we were like I when I first talked to him I'm like I'm doing SUYL and I'm gonna call it the the map to McConaughey and McC- McC- Matthew McConaughey is gonna be like my white whale <laughs> okay. and then like after that it was gonna be Road to Rogan and it was gonna be like Rogan's gonna be my white whale and then we were just like I don't want to inter- inter- interview famous people for the sake of famous people I want to interview interesting people that got fun things to say and can right. hold up a conversation because you could have a dry conversation with probably the most mm-hmm. like the on paper should be the most interesting person in the world but we were having a conversation with one of josh's buddies yesterday and he's got and he like he you know he can't fangirl out when he's around the people he's around he's got to maintain a, a sense of uh, a sense of uh of uh of business uh you know He's got to make sure that he's he's on he's on work mode, you know. Absolutely. So I can appreciate that now. I get to kind of I have to be on work mode, man. I can't exactly fangirl out and be like, dude, the guy from Escobar is <laughs> talking to me, and uh, and and that's a great thing. It, it's it's all it's all kind of like working towards you know 
maintaining a sense of like uh, of accountability so that you're not so that you're able to have good conversations and to know that uh that you're able to do really great things like uh you know verging markets in uh in certain aspects of things that are coming up i won't talk about them because i know nothing about them but you have verging aspects of of uh of of things in your business that you're really excited about and when they come to fruition we can we can definitely have you back on here to talk about it if you want absolutely and uh you know, uh, we definitely pride ourselves in uh, making sure that people feel comfortable here. And that's why, uh, shout out, y'all guys were talking about, like, kind of, like, you know, making sure that, like, moving business forward or, like, keeping that momentum going. And uh, shout out to, to Pun, because we're actually getting to be able to do this on the couch because of Pun's family. Oh, nice. So that's why we're able to get this, like, comfy kind of space. So. Yeah, I like the spot. Man, we appreciate it so much. Uh, so one thing I can say, man, is... Um, I, I'm a food guy. I don't know how how much you're on the food, how much you're like you do you, you know cook or eat like. I mean, I, I cook or I I stay so busy. I don't eat as much. I'm not a big like foodie. You're not a big se. foodie. Like, I can enjoy food. Yeah. So I'm like, what's uh so since you're not much of a foodie, we won't stay on the topic too much. But like, what's uh what do you find yourself like going to? What's that staple meal? That kind of like going back to home meal. Oh man, I don't even know. Yeah. Um, one of my go-to's is just a Chipotle burrito. Honestly. Nothing wrong with a good Chipotle burrito. Fast, healthy man. food. It's so good, man. Chipotle is one of those, man. It, 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 like, it's just one of those good, fun things. One, one of my, like, my, my food, my like, driver, my topic of food is is adrenaline. I'm an adventurer. I like, yeah, man. Skydiving, so, yeah, scuba so, diving, driving fast. So taking the you, risk. You pulled up. We were we were gonna go grab something to drink, and I, and and you 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 greeted us coming out of a spaceship, which was really nice because I've never seen a spaceship drive well, up. So it was like a Tesla Model X. Yeah, Quiet. yeah. I just like to be. I just like to say you drove up, you drove up in a spaceship, and you you know. Yeah, I took a ride. I took a ride in this beautiful we didn't spaceship. Hit the speed, but believe me, man, I would have been screaming like a like yeah, like a, a high-toned, uh, effeminate boy over there in the back of a. Uh, in the back of that Model X, Model X, Model X. See, man, I'm so, I, I, and like I'm still back in the days. Like, I when I first saw the Audi, what is it, the Audi A6 on uh, on uh, Taken? No, no, no. Um, it was a Jason Statham movie. Yeah, I know which one you're talking. And about. that's that's like my dream car. Yeah, as the I think it was like the Audi A6, and it was like Something like, that. like all digitized. Yeah, it was, a sick <laughs> it was car. like so sad. Neat. It was probably so sad. Now I'm sure someone like someone now could probably break into that with like a cheap USB. Right. Um, but yeah, man, and uh, you were you were talking about the uh, this uh, really cool. Um, you know, kind of new toy that you're gonna get. Uh, I'll call it a toy because it seems really neat. It's a oh uh, uh, the airplane the airplane. icon A five icon yeah, I got A5. a killer deal on a little two seater seaplane brand new great technology thirteen hours so I'm getting my sports license and yeah it's a really cool plane it takes off on land or water lands on land or water can so drive you, about fly about four hundred fifty miles on a tank two people so so when you find yourself kind of searching for these adrenaline kind of bumps like our our hits or just kind of dopamine rushes uh, through fun stuff where do you find yourself uh you said skydiving yeah uh, i mean i don't necessarily go looking for it just comes up might be something uh, cool on a tiktok i think that's actually no my father sent me he i've wanted to get my pilot's license for a while and it's kind of been something i've talked about he's like yeah check out this plane and so mm -hmm. i started looking into it and i, and I ended up getting in a group for used airplanes and saw an ad one day 
on Facebook for a really great price for one. So There's this uh, really funny commercial where it's a it's a retired football player. I can't think of what his name is, but he's doing a he's doing this. Uh, he made it, it it was it made it seem like it was it was possible for average people to get like these these this like taxing plane kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's this really funny like fun kind of commercial that was a little bit kind of uh, how would you say that. <laughs> it was a little bit uh, short-sighted in the way that he did the commercial because it was it, it seemed like it was pretty much readily available to to everybody but of yeah. course it's it's very it's very class kind of like closed. it won't be won't be long i mean you'd be surprised you can actually get some cool one two seaters for 60 to 100 grand i know that's not for everybody but oh i mean like i mean you'll see here soon you'll see drone cars and yeah. stuff come out and they'll be in the six figures and they'll work their way down to the I think that thousands. I think that with everything, man, there there's a there's a general fear and anxiety of the of the new, and it's it kind of makes me laugh because uh, if you go back and you see all like what the future was gonna be, I think a lot of that stuff probably got held got halted or held back just through probably private industry that was just yeah. kind of not prepared or didn't want to lose certain money interests yeah, and, the for things, sure. and the things that are uh, the things that propagate a, a good quarter or a good next quarter yeah which is fine i mean uh you know you you know you you find like like i said man i i, I enjoy the things i enjoy uh whether it's an audi a6 or just you know you pulling up in a tesla model x is just one of those things i got to experience something new yeah made me happy i, I was remarking on the cool things that it can do whether it's seeing trash cans or you showing me that it can do autopilot on certain things it's just all really neat man uh so you were uh we i was uh kind of going around uh taylor and uh that's a that's a like uh, going around taylor and kind of enjoying the local fair is there is, what do you have that's kind of like your local fair that you like to get into oh i mostly all i do is work and yeah. when i get free minute that i don't got nothing to do just try and relax so right yeah. now i'm kind of more in a work work phase work phase yeah that that nothing wrong with that man sometimes work can be the most relaxing thing you can do you know mm-hmm. you can get into that zen state of like getting into the grind and i know that every so often whenever i'm well, this this is this is uh, one of those places where even editing becomes kind of one of those things that becomes really enjoyable. But I appreciate you coming on to my podcast and letting me uh, letting uh, me be uh, was it a uh, Jonah for two seconds pull down this white whale? Yeah, you know. Cool. Well, I'm happy to and, happy uh, to be here. I'm sure we'll do it again. I'm excited to do it again. Is uh, so is there uh, is the one thing I kind of touched on it a little bit? Just so uh, give them a little rundown of what you think about the space. How, how, you know? No, I like it. It's you know seems like you guys started from truly the bottom and I, I think you said you were at working out of the house or something yeah i worked out of my bathroom for a so, couple episodes you know, it's a nice little spot and, and i i could appreciate the hustle and ambition and drive to to do what you're passionate about so i think you guys will do well well we appreciate it man uh this was syl can i get your name again justin sir and can i get the uh, the wonderful product that you're uh, you oh, a lot uh if you're in the austin area my retail stores are create a sig you can get your vapes and and other alternative solutions there Escobar's Pastel Cartel. You'll see that all over the nation from convenience stores to vape shops, disposable brand and THC derivatives and uh, naturally hemp and naturally kratom. So check us out. Well, thank you again, brother. Thank you for this wonderful podcast. Keep uh, keeping an eye and an ear out for SUIL. And also uh, thank you to uh, Josh for a wonderful podcast before me on the ones who woke up. You can catch us on uh, Monkey Mouth Studio. All right. Cheers.